Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Not all sponsorships are created equally. In fact, you have some options when it comes to deciding whether you want to go mass market or whether you want to go a little bit more niche with your sponsorships. And that is what I'm going to cover here today on the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asker, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcast technology, including Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcasters, where we help you to entertain, educate, and expand your audience. So go and check it out for seven days on us at Captivate.fm. And speaking of Captivate... This is a series of podcasts that I'm putting out. We've actually got about five to six weeks worth of content all about monetization. So whether you're listening to The Accelerator now in your podcast app of choice, it's available everywhere that you can find podcasts, or whether you're joining me for the video version on YouTube, go and look around the feed. Go and look around the channel because this is a big, big chunk of content that is coming not only the last couple of weeks, but over the next few weeks around monetization. We've done more on sponsorships on the previous episodes and we've got more to come. And it's all based on our big, 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 big flagship, sort of an ultimate guide to podcast monetization, which you can find at captivate.fm slash money. So go and check that big, big guide out. Now, we are going to talk about podcast sponsorships. It's very, very important that you understand the options that you have when it comes to monetizing your podcast, and, and in particular, working with sponsors. And speaking of sponsors, Aweber, my email marketing platform, they sponsor this podcast. And we chose to work together a few years ago because... I've got a very niche audience. It's podcasters. It's people who want to build a podcasting brand. And I spoke to Brandon and Chris and Eric and Tom and everyone else over at Aweber. And I've been working with them for so long as an Aweber customer that we knew it was such a good fit. All right. And that's a great example of a niche sponsorship. So go and check out Aweber. I do believe that you should be building an email list for your podcast. I think you need to be building your brand and owning that date. So go and check it out. Kick the tires on Aweber for 30 days on me at markasquith.com slash Aweber. Now, it's quite an interesting perspective uh, to consider this because ultimately when people want sponsorship for their podcast, what they tend to find is that they're really... What they're really looking for is a way to monetize. And I know that sounds really, really obvious, but what I'm talking about here is that Typically, people will take any kind of sponsorship, and that is not always the best way to do it. And what I'm talking about here is the fact that 
you know, maybe stamps.com, maybe Casper mattresses, maybe um, someone like Squarespace isn't right for your knitting podcast that only serves a small portion of New York State. You know, it's a, this is what I'm talking about is this kind of opportunity that when you've got a podcast, you can probably go a little bit more specialist with it. And then we can talk about maybe different sponsorship payment models, which we'll talk about on the next episode. Um, so mass market sponsorship is typically reserved for those that have got, um, you know, sort of a decent size audience and, you know, they've got a big chunk of people listening to their podcast and maybe they're looking to use something like dynamic ad insertion, whereby ads are dynamically inserted into a podcast. We talked about that on one of the previous episodes and that tends to suit more mass market awareness campaigns for brands. So if you think that you're Squarespace, you know, you maybe want a mass market awareness campaign to run through a range of podcasts so that people are aware of Squarespace or stamps.com or Casper mattresses. So this is not, this is not them necessarily trying to get a sale. Of course, it would be nice. And yes, of course, they track that via coupon codes. But the point is that they're not necessarily looking for an instant sale. No, what they're looking for is for people to be aware of their brand when they come to start to make a decision about maybe looking for a new website builder or looking for a new mattress company. Maybe instead of thinking about Emma or some of the other mattress companies out there, because I've heard it on five different podcasts, I'll probably, you know, I'll start to look at Casper and just start to do my research there. So that's kind of the more mass market appeal where sponsors will typically buy inventory. So they will typically buy inventory across a large range of shows, okay? Niche sponsorships. If you are a smaller show, and we talked about this um, slightly in the past where we talked about fixed price sponsorships, but we're also going to talk about this um, over the next episode or two as well around can you get fixed, fixed price sponsorship. Ultimately, if you have a niche audience, not only can you probably negotiate a more fixed price sponsorship rate, which we'll get to, but you can probably work with more specifically niched sponsors. So let's say that I've got a Star Wars podcast, which I have called Sparker Rebellion. And in that podcast, you know, we know that we're talking to people who are pop culture geeks like me, like my co-host Gaz, and like Tom who listens, like Sean and Chris and John and uh, Dave and everyone that just listens to Sparker Rebellion. They're probably not that fussed about Casper mattresses. They're probably not that fussed about Squarespace. So instead, we can probably approach more niche sponsors. We can approach Comic Con for ticket sales. We can approach Loot Crate. We can approach Pop Funko Direct. We can approach people like Forbidden Planet comic stores and so on and so forth, where we get a very well matched and very highly specific sponsor that really wants to work with our audience. And the audience may not need to be as big as you think because they are very specifically interested in what we have to offer. Um, so, you know, you stand a much better chance of using Sparker Rebellion, the Star Wars show as the example. You stand a far better chance of generating some ROI from a thousand highly engaged listeners who are really interested in, really interested in someone that sells Star Wars merchandise. You will get better ROI, return on investment for your sponsors, you'd think, over and above, you know, taking a Squarespace as a sponsor, and you'll probably get paid the same. In fact, I think you could probably get paid more using the niche sponsor. So whether you should go mass market or niche really depends with your sponsorship on whether or not you are comfortable um, accepting maybe a slightly lower CPM rate, um, you know, a rate per thousand downloads, which we talked about on the last episode. Um, and 
whether or not you can believe you can give genuine results to someone that does sponsor you on a mass market basis, someone like a bigger brand that is just spread betting podcast sponsorships, because you are just one of many then. The ultimate goal is to build a relationship, in my view, for the small independent podcaster, is to build a real solid rapport with your sponsors and your listeners so that that match is more natural, okay? That match is more, um, it's more organic. It feels like you're not taking a sponsor. It just feels like you're recommending something that people would love anyway, all right? So in my view, if you're an independent podcaster and you're looking to monetize your show with, with slightly smaller download numbers, I reckon your best bet is a fixed price sponsorship and a niche sponsor, okay? So consider that. How can you apply that thought process to not only pitching your own sponsors, but the last few episodes that we've talked about, you know, we've discussed how to pitch. We've discussed various different types of sponsorship models. So go and check those out if you haven't already, because with all this information, you will become very, very ready to be able to pitch a sponsor, all right? And if you're using Captivate for your podcast hosting, analytics, and distribution needs, you do have in the marketing section there a one-click sponsor kit, all right? So use that, equip yourself with that, and you've got all the information that you need now to start thinking about what type of niche sponsors could I feasibly work with. So thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure to be able to do this. I can't believe that I get to do this for a job. Thank you so much for letting me do this. Thank you so much for checking this out in your podcast app of choice. If you are over on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment. Let's chat a little bit more on this. And until the next time, thank you for joining me and never forget the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.